every festive we wake up with the damn sparrows. But Nzala, <laughs> no, she's up at 1 p.m. Kari, and we're like, but where you been though? <laughs> Here opening pots like you cooked. The combination meal, inspired by seven colors, is something for everyone. Nando's, fired up. He was gone, but only for a few hours. And now, he is back. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Get ready for a brand new episode. Are you ready? Your new Africa experience. Let's go. Oh, 
Listening to the O'Neill Africa Experience. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's music of something Soweto. The song is called Tandawena. Uh, welcome to the O'Neill Africa Experience on a Friday afternoon. I hope everybody is feeling good. I'm feeling super excited because of um, our guest for today. As a matter of fact, we have been trying to get this man in studio. I don't know for how long. But it looks like um, somehow the stars have been aligned in our favor and we were able to bring this man um, to join us today. Something so weird. So your name is Samkelo Dolomba. Did I get that correctly? Yeah, 100%. Samkelo Lilitum Dolomba. What does Dolomba mean? It means a, a crowd of, a, a congregation of, of people uh, in one place. So the so the name something Soweto where Basically does it come crowd. from? Basically, uh, crowd. So, something Soweto comes from my name Samkelo. Okay. And then the thing being uh, my music. Yeah. And then Soweto being the place I always represent. Ah. Mm-hmm. Why Why do you represent Soweto? Is it because you're from Soweto? Yeah, because you know by design nothing good is supposed to come from Soweto. Really? You know? Yeah. I mean it's it's a it's a forced settlement that people. Um, that that the apartheid government kind of made for black people, for migrant workers to yeah. stay. So it's a place, you know, most of our parents or our great, our grandfathers and grandmothers didn't choose to stay there, mm. you know. And people who choose to stay there now, like, is because I think that, that we don't have like a lot of options that are very affordable. So it's not a place I think that was designed to. To output any greatness, but okay. it does, you know. So, 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 calling yourself um, something so it obviously is a way of embracing that. Yeah. Okay. Because you can't change anything without embracing it at, at first. You know, at first you need to embrace anything, and then, then you can change it. You know, you need to work from the inside. It's like, uh, it's like, um, it's like a, a, a rat going against a, 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 a elephant. You know. Like if the rat is really going head to head with the elephant, it's just gonna hit the wall. It's not gonna win. But if the the rat is important to the elephant, you know, to the survival of the elephant, then it can change it. Then it can affect the elephant. You know. Interesting. Very philosophical as well. This man. <laughs> How much of this um, uh, your perspective on life in general do you bring to your art? Well, I I mean I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, for me, I feel like uh, I just I just want to make music most of the time, okay. and I make music from the perspective of this is who I am. I'm a normal person. I'm trying to make 
people feel happy And more than anything else I'm constantly making music That I want to listen to Okay. So I'm a very selfish like musician And uh, I do that because You find that in, on radio and many platforms It's, it's really hard to find music uh, That I like What do you mean? What do you mean it's hard to find music? I imagine there are, there are a lot of radio stations So when you listen to radio stations yeah. um, You do not find anything that no, no, Piques no, no, your no. interest No, no, I do But like When do you find it, you know? Sometimes it's like having like all the playlists of of the songs that you like, and if you like, I'm I'm 29, so I've gone through a lot of music in my life. Yeah, but you find that some music you don't want to listen to at particular times, and some music you want to listen, you know. But like, it's like you heard a song, you were into a song about four years ago. Yeah, and then six, like four years later, you're trying to. Find that song But you can't find, find it On your PC You know it's, it's not in your life Yeah You know So this is what happens In radio and media And most other places That you You you, you always We always tune in And what we find Is that they're constantly Playing the The, the, the now The, 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 the current the, stuff The current stuff yeah. yeah I see what you mean Yeah I So see. it's hard to find Maybe a song that Like for example I was listening to To a Kanye song That he did with Paul Wall On his second album Called Right Slow yeah. Drive slow, yeah. just on my drive up here, and drive slow. Home yeah. yeah, and I've, I've never, I haven't heard that song in ages, and yeah. it's just something in me was like, yo, you need to play this song, you know. Okay. And I found it on iTunes, so it's like I had to buy it to actually listen to it because I had the song before. So, as a creator of music, a performing artist, sure. there's obviously um, a need for you. You feel like there is a need um, for radio to embrace music, not just the current stuff. Yeah. Yeah. How are you playing your part and how do you think you're going to change the situation? I just need to be vital to radio yeah. as far as I'm concerned. So what that means is that I need to make music that radio really likes. Okay. So they can play me so so and then and then like how, I said, then I can be important and then I can make some changes. But do, don't you think that takes away from your art then having to to pivot? Yeah. In order to appease um, a particular what radio, system. yeah, what radio is vibing to at the moment? Now it depends where you you look at it from. You know, as an artist, I'm constantly creating. Yeah, and like I said, I'm creating music that I want to listen to. Now, who's to say that uh, this version of music that I want to listen to, uh, you know, is appealing to the, demo, the the majority of the people? Okay, you know, who's to say that I can't do that? Well, I can, and Aganamali um, is is testament to that. You know, because uh, I knew what was missing. You know, I, I I always made songs the way I've made Aganamal. But the, the difference with Aganamal is that I I got Sanel musician involved. Okay. I was like, Yo, Sanel, please help me with this song. It's a great song. But like, I knew if I was gonna do it the same way that I've done all my acapella songs and all, you know, it wasn't gonna hit radio or any other spot. So I was okay. really aiming for radio, ah. and radio received it so well. And yeah, so but Aganamal is not far off from what I do. Okay, because okay. I'm an artist. I mean, I mean, my expression is is it always comes from me. In studio right now, hanging out with something Soweto. He's got one of the biggest songs. In fact, if not the biggest song, uh, possibly in the continent at the moment. <laughs> now, let's just quickly go back to your your relationship with music. Where mm-hmm. does it come from? Well, I mean, that's a long story. How how far do you want to go? Just at the point <laughs> when you realized you had something in you and 
it resembled a calling? Yeah, for me, music has always been that thing that people play in the background when I was growing up. Yeah. So it wasn't really a thing until like I got to a point where I think I was like five, six, uh, first year of school, uh, grade school, which is grade one. And I started singing, uh, I had a, a reading book uh, and I, I was reading, I was singing the words because I had them memorized. So I was singing the words with a friend of mine. And, uh, you know, one minute I was looking at the page reading. The next minute when I raised up my, my head, there was a, a whole crowd of, of school kids around me. And they were watching me sing and they were listening to me sing. And so I got scared and I stopped. And as I stopped, they screamed and said, yo, continue. And I ran away. You know, so that's, that's, that's my discovery of, okay, maybe I, I have something. Okay. You know, very early. And then, yeah, I just slept on it for, for like ever. And after teenagehood, going through some trouble, being, I was a very tr- troubled child. What does that mean? Uh, it means I, I, like I have a criminal record. Like I've done some really nasty things to society. How bad, how bad is your record, dude? <laughs> I mean, not to, not a joke. It's not. It's not funny. No, but seriously, how it's bad like, is your record? Like what? It's terrible, man. I mean, it's terrible. Like what did you do? Like I have a criminal record. Let's just say that you know I have a very bad criminal record that I'm not proud of. It's okay. it's not great. But I'll I'll tell. It's not a. It was a potentially vi- uh, a violent crime, but it wasn't okay. a violent crime. And you were arrested and were you jailed at yeah, any point? It, was invo- it, it involved guns and stuff, you know. Were you jailed for how long? I wasn't jailed. I, w- I was like put into like uh, a trial. Okay. And I went to like mini juvie. That's what I call it. Okay. But it's like they call it a safe, uh, a place of safety. Yeah. It's called Busasa or Diambo in, in the olden days. How old were you at the time? I was like 17 and a half or 16 and a half. I'm not sure. But uh, I did like two, two and a half months on trial And then I was released um, I was sentenced, but my sentence was suspended Meaning I could go into society and try to to fix my ways yeah. And serve my sentence by not doing anything bad And, and having the state like constantly monitoring what I was doing um, if Did I it had, affect you in any way? Going through I mean, the I changed. process You know I, I went to That process And I got to that place And I realized That that's not What I wanted mm. And so You know I found religion in, the, in that two and a half months I found religion I found Jesus And then Just later I found music Now I was reminded Of my music When I thought uh, There were people Who were constantly Visiting that place Who came from Christian churches And da 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 And they would always Say what was your dream before you started like doing all these things? And I remembered, you know, like I I wanted to be a cop at some point. I wanted to be all these authoritative yes. fig uh, uh, um, um, professions, yeah, suppose, professions, yeah. you know. But there was always music, you know. And I thought, yeah, I was, and I was good at it. Like when I was five, I did that thing, and the crowd. When I was six, I did that thing, and the crowd was was around me, and they were all impressed. So maybe I should do music. But at the time, I couldn't sing to save my life because I so, had smoked and stuff. So yeah. So so where is school in all of this? I mean, if you had to go through such a process, yeah. I imagine it interfered with your schooling. Yeah, I mean, I finished three years later when I was doing my matric. My peers were third-year students in university. Okay. <laughs> like it was, it was embarrassing. But so yeah, you can I, laugh. I do it. You can, you can <laughs> laugh at your situation right now. Uh, tell me something. 
mm-hmm. going through a process like that, even though you know you found God in the process, you found your calling, which is music, you're pursuing that. Yeah. In your adulthood, knowing what you know now, yeah. Is there any specific part of your life that has been affected by that process that you can point to? Yeah, like you know, I'm I'm an addict, you know, to some degree. An you know, addict? I, yeah, like I started when I was doing all those things. I started doing drugs and stuff. What kind of uh, drugs were you doing? Weed, you know, this the stuff that you find in 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 the township in Soweto. You know, at the time, the biggest thing was was mandrax. You mm. know. Now it's Nyaope And, and uh, if, if I was younger I would, I'd probably just end up doing Nyaope You know So, so are I've, you still doing yeah, I, this? I, I, nah I, I battle with that Like even today Like I try not to Not to become Not to smoke Or not to drink I don't, I don't smoke I don't drink Heck I don't even eat meat You know Okay So but substance, are you? Nah, I don't use anything. You don't use any, anything anymore. Yeah, if it if if it knocks you out a little bit, I, I try to keep away from it because I know of my my past. So that's how it's my adult life. I look at adults who do it responsibly now because I did it when in a, in a very young age before eighteen. So it's not so responsible. And I look at adults who who do like substances, like legal substances. Yeah. Um, and I envy them. You know, because they they doing it at a time when they can handle it, and I can't do it now because I'm I'm afraid yeah. I might lose myself again. Yeah, do you ever get tempted to 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 use, like uh, maybe alcohol when I'm with friends? Yeah, I mean, to get a little drinks <laughs> it means I have a drink. I I, it I doesn't sometimes look anything like a drink, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sometimes you know I wanna. I want to just partake, you know, yeah. like any, any other guy, and, and just chill, you know, get a grab a beer, you know. Um, yeah, I, I I can't though. Yeah, you know, I can't. Your your upbringing. Sure. Um, where do your your the system that brought you up, mm-hmm. being your family, where did they fit in in all of this? How did they feel about everything you went through? Were they present at the time, and what kind of damage did it have on the family? Yeah, I was I was raised by a single parent, who raised me and my three other siblings, with cousins, two cousins, and an uncle. So it it, it was just weird, you know, small house, uh, and smack right in the middle of Protea North, which is supposed to be like the suburb of Soweto, you know. But like, trust you me, I didn't go through any like unnecessary. Um, pleasures in Soweto, like it was in Portia, it, it was really tough. Like, and uh, my mom, you know, was was a great provider until, of course, she had to, um, she she lost it. You know, mm. she lost her, her. She she developed e bipolar at some point sure, because man. we lost our sister, our eldest sister, passed on. It was a really tra- tragic story. She passed on us. Traveling to Durban Yeah And she was caught In the middle of Like the taxi wars There was taxi wars oh, At no. some point And yeah She she suffered She was one of the people Who were in the taxi That you know Was, was shot at Or something And, and she She got she, she passed on And then she got lost And my mom had to go Look for her Over a year no. and, and she lost it My mom lost it She developed bipolar 
And then that's when I started like becoming like this ratchet kid because yeah. I wanted attention. My mom was sick, so there was a lot of leeway. And you know what happens in families? In families, when when things fall apart, like the family falls apart. Like people start not talking. They start not. You know, thinking about each other, start fighting for food if there's, yeah. <laughs> there's limited resources. You start fighting for everything, you know. Mm. And yeah, I mean, that's what I went through. I mean, personally, but like it, it, it built me. You know, now I, I know better. I try to make the right decisions all the time, even when I'm failing. I know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing as bad as I should. You know, I'm always, I'm really doing great. Like, <laughs> like constantly. You know, from from that rock bottom that I was, like. Even it wasn't my fault. Half of it wasn't my fault. You know, I was still yeah. a kid. Yeah. But like, you know, I carry that with me even today. Like, I really try to do the right things constantly. Something so to ladies and gentlemen, you were a part of the soil. Yeah. From the beginning. Mm-hmm. Tell us that story. What happened? You no, know, I'm very excited to to have like to have a platform to talk about that these days. Because yeah. at some point I couldn't. Yeah. Not that I, I was stopped or whatever. Like I just felt like no one would believe me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Was it because of how well they're doing? Yeah, it was. It, they were doing amazing, and they they did amazing. Like after we recorded an album, I wrote like some most of the songs there. Like and you know, and I didn't know I was writing most of the songs until yeah. like I had to leave, yeah. and then we had to write publishing forms because I'd never seen a publishing form. Before I left So what a publishing form entails in music Is that it, it gives credit to whoever did whatever Yeah And after I left I was confronted with publishing forms And then I had to like now Disclose exactly what I did in yeah, particular songs And then that's when I realized Like oh, sh- oh I actually wrote these songs You know So like That was super great for me But at the same time I felt like I couldn't talk about it Because like I said No one would believe me Like people would listen to my songs And I'd say Yo, you know I'm singing on that song They'll be like Nah Yeah, you lie Tell me about leaving The process of you leaving Why was the reason What was the reason for you To uh, leave in the soil? It's simple So um, When I started my my career I started with the soil But at some point The soil members Matriculated I was still in school yeah. They matriculated Same peers by the way Same peer group They matriculated And they had to go to varsity And the lady Ubu They had to go to work Yeah Whilst I was still in high school And by the time I was finishing high school uh, I was constantly going Back and forth From my life at home To my life at varsity mm. So in between the times when I didn't meet the guys for the soil stuff in in the Val in the Val University, I was doing other projects. Now I I started something Soweto, uh, which was like an acapella. In my mind, it was an acapella group, another acapella group. Yes. Uh, with the soil, did something similar to the soil because I felt like there there wasn't no one else was doing what the soil was doing, and we needed to. Um, uh, uh, popularize the sound as yes. soon as possible in order to to make money off of it. Yeah. So I I made another imprint called something Soweto, which is what I go by now. But it, it wasn't meant to be that. And then I was doing another group called the Fridge. The Fridge was a new band, a new jazz band uh, formed in Melville. We did like uh, our version of of new jazz. 
uh, and it, you know it, it was working out. So when we got signed with the soil, um, I was now doing three things. So I was really not focused on the soil alone. I was doing other things because I had the time. But like Ubabusipostole, who owns Native Rhythms, I was like, yo, you have to focus on one, and I'd like you to focus on this, and you can't really do others. You know, do you have any point. regrets? For leaving the group? Yeah. Yes and no. Yes why, and no. Why yes and no? Um, I regret the way I left. Was it acrimonious? What does that mean? <laughs> Were there problems between the two of you? No. So, the, so here's the other thing. I always have to like disclose. There's, there, there was never any beef between me and the guys. What got between us was the company. Okay. You know, the decision... That I took not to listen to the company okay. that signed us to to focus on one. That's what got in the middle. But creatively, socially, there's nothing wrong with us, um, and that's why it's such a tragedy if you think about it. Because we've never been able to mend all those other things that were never wrong because of this one thing that kind of broke us apart. Did you maintain any kind of personal relationship with the I, members of the group? No, like I said, you know, like that uh, the business kind of. Spilled over into everything else So okay. like, I can't say I know them as people Because it was a very long time It was more than six years ago What happens when you meet up? I haven't met them We don't go We don't chill the same circle. How circles. long has it been? It's been six, more than six years ago So you have not been in, <laughs> nah, in the we same don't, room we don't, As the soil No like uh, First of all The soil is The A-listers in the industry itself so some of the shows that they play, I, I've not had the honor to play. And so that, that ensures that we don't meet professionally. Okay. I'm, I'm hoping, like, at some point. How do you would, feel about the them? Honestly. Like, if you were, take away the business, take away the reason why yeah. you left, and focus on <coughs> you right now. Yeah. How do you feel about members of the soil individually? Well, Personally, ne, I don't feel uh, any ill will against them. I think they had to do what they had to do. And they did it amazing. Do you miss anything about them? About, the sound, about, about them personally? Yeah. I know what I miss about them is long gone. They're different people now. Okay. It's been six years... Uh, they, I'm sure they're not the same. I'm not the same either. You know, I Is there to, anything that needs to be resolved between the two of you? Between the two groups? Do you think between yourself and, and the, and the, the guys? Song, do you think there's any feelings to be resolved at all? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, look, I've, I've gone out on a limb every interview that I've, that I've, um, that I've had the honor to be on and really spoke about this honestly. And, there's nothing that I think they did that I wouldn't do myself. Would you greet them if you ran into them? Yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> Something yeah. so right, so ladies and gentlemen. Let's <laughs> o- let's talk about the obvious now, which is Akana Mali. Yeah. <laughs> Big song. You went and obviously uh, teamed up with someone else because you had a plan. You obviously had a plan. Yeah, I had a plan. So how much of your plan came together into fruition? Well, knowing what you know now. Yeah, my, my thing was just, you know, I knew I was 
I wasn't part of the conversation when it comes to mainstream. I mean, I have my cult following. Um, after leaving the soil, some people like still paid attention to me, but most people didn't discover me till now. And I tried to maintain my my following that I left with as much as I could, but it was really tough because I was going through like a little bit of a depression mm. um, because you know of the things that were happening and seeing my former group like flourishing and and I'm sitting at home like without a plan. Um, but yeah, I mean, I tried to output music as much as I could, and I knew that in order to you know. Be like a player in this urban game, because I've never been. I had to come up with an urban song, and I knew I couldn't come up with one by myself because that's not what I do. Yeah. I do vocals, you know. That's what I do. So I teamed up. You no know, Sanel, uh, Sanel is called. He goes by the name Sanel Musician. Um, and yeah, I called him up. I was like, "Yo, respect your work. This is the song. It's the song idea I have." I don't know what you're gonna do with it, but if you can work on it, it would be great. He was like amazing. He he took the song. He was like, "Yo, I'll I'll give it the time, and I'll work on it." And it took him it took him a few months though you okay. know, of me waiting and stuff. But what I love about what he did, he really respected my my voice artistically. Mm. Yeah, he didn't put too much on it. You know the song itself, like it, it just complemented. We complement each other's work. It's a beautiful song. Thank you. Man. It's an absolutely yeah. stunning song. At what point did you realize you had you had a hit on your hands? I don't even know. I to be really honest with you, now mm. to be super honest with you, it's only after the sync deal, the ad that we got, that I kind of I thought, okay, maybe this is like a big deal. But before then, like, oh, and maybe end the gigs. Like, I've been getting like crazy gigs uh, requests. Uh, December has been like the busiest of my whole entire life. Like, I, I end up playing like m- more than like what six shows a, a, a weekend. Like, that's insane, right? I never thought I'd ever do that. Apart before that started happening, it, this only started happening the last two months. So last month and this month, four months ago, I was sitting at home. With no understanding of what was happening to the song, the song literally was doing its own thing. It, you know, I I didn't know. Like, I I didn't know. I was like I went from walking to a McDonald's buying my my food like any other time to a month later walking in and like the staff is like mobbing me for a picture. You know what I mean? Like it's still it's it's. How does that make you feel? It feels great. <laughs> it feels awesome. Like <laughs> we live for that as musicians, you know. Yeah. We write those songs. We're hoping people are gonna love them, and then when they finally do, like it's awesome. Like, oh, but there are times when it's like really awkward, though. Would you say your life has changed, and in what way has it changed? Um, I definitely, man. Definitely, like money. I have more money now. A little bit more than 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 what I'm used to, right? Okay. Um, because of the gigs, of course, and but apart from that, um, I still maintain the same team. Uh, uh, I still I, I keep the f- same friends around, and I'm just happy. My mom is happy, you know. What has been the most surprising? 
thing you heard about yourself or someone said to you um, with your newfound success? Yeah, uh, that I'm humble. Yeah, people say I'm humble. I don't think I'm humble. <laughs> I don't I think, think I'm you humble. Are. Nah, I'm far from it. Hey, like I'm, look, I'm a douche. <laughs> I, I, look, I think you are. I think humility is something you. It's it's not easy to see it in yourself. Yeah, but it's very easy for me because it's it's perspective based. Yeah. Um, I have frame of reference right now because I've been speaking to you and during the time I had spoken to you, there are questions that I would ask you, and the way in which you approach your your your, your the questions, it says a lot about you where you're coming from. I can tell where you're coming from based on how you answer me, and I think. You are humble. Maybe you must just embrace it. Yeah, I don't think I want to embrace that because <laughs> at some point I'm gonna act up because maybe I'm, I'm I'm pissed off or whatever, and then yeah. that's gonna be my prison. People are gonna say, "Ah, you're not so humble." After no, but you're all. a sensible guy. I think you're a sensible <laughs> guy. You you're open-minded, and and it looks like this is coming at the right time for you because you have. This refreshing self-awareness about you and what's happening. So your eyes are wide open. Yeah. And I think that's by far the most important thing um, you could actually do for yourself at this point in time. Look, we are a live performance show. Uh, despite the fact that you have quite a story, my friend. And I hope at some point there's going to be some kind of documentation. Even if it's in the form of a book. Yeah. I really think it's a story that's worth telling. Yeah, and worth sharing. You have a band member, I suppose, here with yeah, you. Together. So, what song are you gonna perform for us? Uh, we're gonna do now and then. Okay. We're gonna, uh, but we could do we could do Aganama. Let's let's just get it out of the way. Okay. Because I right, know cool. people love that song. All right, something so it's so ladies and gentlemen, performing the biggest song in the continent. <laughs> Sala <laughs> I got to get back home for. I 
Coming back, stay with us. Akana Mali. Absolute classic, man. An instant classic. Perfect song for this perfect uh, wedding season as well. Akana Mali in studio. We are live with the man himself, something Soweto. If you're just joining us, sadly we're about to wrap up. But fortunately for you, this discussion will be available as a podcast. That's 30 minutes on the other side of the show. So you will have 
an opportunity to listen to this um, at any time of your choosing. What a song, man. Like, <laughs> what's going to happen now? Are you under pressure to beat this? No, not really. I mean, as far as everyone is concerned, I should be. Yeah. <laughs> but but for, for me, it's like, nah. Um, because this is an urban song, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm not a, a urban artist. Okay, so you're not going to go back to this? I mean, I, I want to, yeah. but, you know, all within reason. Okay. Know, all within, like, good reason. Balance. Yeah, yeah. so I'll, I'll definitely make my way towards it, but I, I won't dwell on it because... Um, I have a whole world of music to to, yeah. to to produce and to present. So it was a nice segue into um, people's I suppose, homes. The, yes. <laughs> yeah. So now homes. you can showcase what you are about. Yeah, I think so. Artist. You know, I think I think it did wonders for both of us, me and Sano musician. Yeah. So he can you know shine because he's been working behind the scenes forever, and I mean I, I don't think I've been working behind the scenes. I, I've just been not working. So yeah, now that you know we have this, we can. What do you want to do now? Now that you have all of this attention, um, who do you want to work with? Well, I mean, I've, I've requests. You know, I'm hoping to work with Donald, the singer. Okay, he's amazing. You know, I'm I'm hoping to work with him. I'm, ho- I'm hoping to work in the urban space with like uh, DJ Maporisa. Okay, he's. I've also linked up with with him, or maybe even DJ Cleo in the urban space. But as far as like you know my jazz and stuff and all the other acapella stuff, you know, I yeah I, I don't know I'll, I'll see. Psyche is really jumping out of out of nowhere right now. Yeah. Uh, for me in my head, uh, there's a group called Umle. That's from the the Eastern Cape in 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 Port Elizabeth. Yeah, they're amazing. I mean, there's a few. I mean, there's a lot of people out there. There's there's a uh, Bolocha, who I was with, he's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> he is absolutely amazing. It's Bolocha, you know. This, I mean, the, the world is open to me, and, and you know, I'm happy to 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 be received by by musicians. You know, everyone has, has shown interest. Everyone I've mentioned has shown interest to work with me. So yeah. Okay, final short performance. Yeah, uh, we're gonna do now and then. We always do now and then. Okay, cool. Sure. Something so it's so eto. This is now and then, and also uh, our final performance. Uh, with something so it ready? Yeah. Come on. One, two, three. Break it. Mm-hmm. It's that time of the day. Mm-hmm. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. We only love Rico experience. Oh, 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 oh,
Man, what a joy you are to talk to. I think more than just being a great artist, obviously, you just you have this peace about you, which is so refreshing. Yeah, so um, well done, man, and keep Thank up you. the good work. Listen, may you continue to soar the skies and grow beyond your wildest imagination. I hope to hang out with you again at some point when yeah. you have a new project or anything yeah. you would like to share with our audience members. Please come back and share yourself with definitely. us. We I'll love what you come do. Back when I have a new project. There is definitely space for an artist of your caliber in the market today, and I think. There's um, a desperate need for an artist of your caliber today. So, I hear you, man. Congratulations on everything, my Thank brother. Thank you. All right. So, we continue with the show. The O'Neill Africa Experience. Africa Experience. The number one African music vault. Ooh, ah, 
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back again next week, Friday. Thank you very much uh, for enjoying your time with us. And much love to my producer, Palessa, for putting the, the show together. And everybody who was involved uh, in ensuring that the show sounded as good as it did. Much love. We are out of here. Thank you. The O'Neill Africa Experience. The home of African talent. <laughs> Cliffcentral.com